Welcome to Reflections from the Heart, presented by Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. Reflection from the Heart is an outreach of Gospel Reflection, a family ministry of Stewardship, a Mission of Faith. For the next 30 minutes, please join us as we break open the bread of life in the Gospel reading for this Sunday's Mass, as we invite the same Holy Spirit who inspired the biblical writers to inspire us today. And now, here is your host with Reflections from the Heart. Hello and welcome to Reflections from the Heart. My name is Rob Longo with Stewardship and Mission of Faith. And today I'm joined by three amazing women, part of our Gospel Reflection Group in Elizabethtown, Donna, Erica, and Mary. Uh, Mary and Donna are with Hope's Haven, an amazing uh, mission there, and we'll maybe ask them to explain that. And Erica is just an amazing wife, mom, grandmom. Uh, just, just uh, can't wait to, to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say through you, Erica, and Mary and Donna. So thank you for being here. Appreciate, sure. appreciate your time. Uh, Gospel Reflection is something that's available to us in the community. Uh, so we have Gospel Reflection groups that run in, in churches, in bi- places of business, in homes. The one that we do is in a barn. Uh, so if you're interested in starting a Gospel Reflection group, you can call us at Stewardship and Mission of Faith or go to the website, Stewardship mission.org, uh, and we'll, we'll help you out. But before we do that, we will pray. Let's pray in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, Amen. thank you for this day. Thank you for the gift of the moment that we are in. It is your gift to us. Please help us to be present in this moment, not to get ahead, not to be stuck in what happened earlier in the day, but just in the moment to allow you to speak to us. And Holy Spirit, we ask you to come in to this space, come into our conversation. Please speak the words that we need to hear here in the studio uh, or the words that anyone needs to hear that's listening. So please prepare our hearts, help us to be docile, to be teachable, and help us to live the gospel at home, at school, in the workplace, in the community, wherever we are. Thank you, Lord. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Uh, so the gospel for today is from Luke, Luke 14, 25 to 33. So if you have a Bible, you can read along with us, Luke 14, 25 to 33. And Erica, if you could read that for us, that'd be great. I'd be honored. Luke 14, 25 through 33. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there's enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether, with 10,000 troops, he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops. But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, 
Any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. Thanks, Erica. It's about relationship. Um, I've heard this gospel many times before, but the word all really jumped out, Erica, in the last sentence. In the same way, anyone of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. And immediately I think of material things, but it's not just material. As, as we hear up top, it's talking about our relationship with our, our father and mother, our spouse, our children. Um, and anything that I try to hold on to or cling to uh, that I think is mine is, is a possession, or I'm claiming it as a possession, and the Lord is inviting me to renounce, not only inviting me, <laughs> commanding me to renounce. Uh, yeah, so it's, I think it's, it, it's it, the Lord's calling me to take an inventory, an inventory of, of everything in my life, uh, not just to account for it, but to first express gratitude for, for, for everything that's all a gift, and then ask for the grace to renounce, to detach from, you know, being able to enjoy in the moment, whatever gift it is, but just to be detached from it. I think the first thing that we see in this is the hate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very strong, powerful, and in our, in our culture, yeah. a negative word. But I think in this passage, it's not saying to hate these people. On the contrary, we should love one another because that's the Great Commission, is to love one another. And, and so in, in saying hate your mother and father, your wife and children, your brothers and sisters, and even your own life. That doesn't mean kill yourself. It doesn't mean to neglect those people that are closest to you because, on the contrary, when I experience something really, really powerful, um, a great victory or a huge defeat, the first thing I want to do is tell my family. Okay, So what God's saying here, I, I believe, is that you're not to necessarily, quote-unquote, hate, because hate is not what, what this word is intending. What it's saying is to not choose them before God. So in all our, our ways, we should come to God first, lay it out before Him, and, and as one of the people wisely expressed earlier today, um, watch what God will do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we yes, we can call on our parents for um, counsel. We can counsel our children, but we all have to put God in that seat first. And and so, don't don't be so close fisted that you can't receive from God because with an open hand you receive, and with an open hand you give. With a closed hand, there's no room. There's no way to get through. Mm. And, and I think there was a general consensus that it's a stuck word, that it seems so contrary, uh, the word is contrary to the, the love that Jesus uh, teaches us every day throughout um, so many um, pieces of the, the entire Bible. But I think that the conclusion was that it's a translation issue that you have to be careful about. And um, thank you for explaining that, Erica, because I think that really sums up what was said at Gospel Reflection this morning. Uh, Erica, you, you mentioned counsel. Yes. You know, who we see counsel from? Do you, how how important do you all think receiving or from whom we receive counsel uh, 
is uh, do we pray about that? Do we discern who we allow into you know into that intimate space of providing counsel? Any any thoughts? Oh, I can remember as a teenager. Um, I always turned to my friends because they had all the answers, even more so than my parents. <laughs> you know, my parents didn't know anything. They weren't <laughs> my age not. ever. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, absolutely. Counsel, where you receive your counsel is very important. And the Bible speaks to us and counsels us. We also receive counsel from godly friends and family. So... If you're seeking God, God can use different ways to reach you, and that would be through his word, through counsel of others, through signs, and there's another one out there somewhere. I, I'm not that good about that stuff, but <laughs> those are the three places where I seek. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think, too, as a former school counselor and retired from from that field many years ago, I have the um, privilege and honor to still run into students I had long ago because I live in the same community. And I'm always very humbled when they are very excited to see me. I'm shocked they can recognize me. But I'm humbled because when they share what the council was that made the difference in their life, it was very simplistic. It was, um, I saw the value in them. I pointed out they were worthy worthwhile. It wasn't some big program that I put them through. and But I think I relate that to the counsel we give others as Christians. Um, sometimes it's just validating that you you matter mm-hmm. and that you are worthy to, to be present and you have value add to this life. And let's have some fun figuring out what that is. So, um, so that's what strikes me in the word counsel. Weren't you recently volunteering and one of your people came? Can you share that story? Oh, when they came up to me to oh to say yeah they they were stunned to see me and and they put together that I was a person that they they thought I was but it was pretty it was pretty much that she was she was thanking me and thanking me for how I helped her in her life and it was so long ago I didn't even really remember what my interactions were which is a humbling piece too but the person that you counsel remembers you and they remember what that interaction was was about so it was a very uh, basic thing where I guess I helped her get a job but it launched her whole future, her whole future. And I really didn't even remember doing that. So Mm. I I think that's what's so powerful too. It's like I was in the moment doing what I thought was the right and good thing to do, but we don't always know and and have that opportunity that sometimes comes to me because I live in the same community of what that simple act that sometimes you even forget what that did for someone's life. So I think when we are counsel in that position as Christians, wow. Wow. Yeah, and it's, it's it's all about prayer. So if someone is, <laughs> as you're sharing, I'm thinking, wow, Lord, help me to pause in that moment when someone mm-hmm. asks for anything from me, that in that moment while they're still speaking, Lord, please come, you know, speak through me. Um, if I, you know, if you don't have anything right now, just say that, you know, give me the courage to say that and, and just bring it to you. I heard somebody say once that uh, you know we we talk to we talk to when we when, when we have something going on in our li- going on in our lives we talk to everyone who can do nothing about the situation and God's like what about me come here watch, watch, here watch what I, I am. can do here yeah. I am here I am so um, yeah let's uh, let's well, I think the job description you know uh, he cannot be my disciple so if you apply for that position right. Um, what is that? 
what is that position? Oh, I want to be a disciple of Christ. What does that entail? Hmm. He lays it all out right there. Mm-hmm. You have to put him for what is the what is the term? All in, yeah. all in, all in. He doesn't I'm want you in. on the fence. I'm all in. That's right. Yeah. He says um, that. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. Um, I think too. You know, when you have the opportunity to tell somebody that is feeling down about their job. Um, I had an experience where when I was in hospital and the housekeeper came in and she, the, the, my roommate had said to her, can you get me something? She says, I'm just the housekeeper. And you could tell she wasn't proud of her job just by her movements. And I looked at her and I said, young lady, don't you ever just say, I'm just the housekeeper. Mm. I said, you are God's child and you are doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's such an it's such a, a, a what do you call that? A job that has no a worldly credentials, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a thankless job, is what I'm saying. Um, I, it's like when I go through the airports and I see the person cleaning the bathrooms. I I'll. I'm not too proud to stop and tell that person, thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's because of you I can walk in here and it doesn't smell (laughs) like an outhouse. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And 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 she thanked me. She said, thank you so much for saying that. She said, I really appreciate it. And she walked out of there with a smile on her face. It Mm -hmm. goes a long, Mm -hmm. long way. And you very possibly the only person that's ever said that to her. Um, And what she'll take forward that if she did run into you 20 years from now, it would humble your soul when she shares with you what that moment did and what that moment did. I think even when we were getting started today and um, Rob was asking us, you know, currently what organizations or titles we have and, and, you know, we, uh, 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 Don and I quickly have a organization we're associated with right now, Hope's Haven, Equine Rescue and Youth Camp. And we looked at Erica and I've been in Erica's shoes many different times where you might not have like this worldly title label but meanwhile she's got like 15 of them at least <laughs> with the things she's doing but it but it is i think it is that um uh, that conflict between uh, what's valued in the world mm. and what's what's valued from a, a spiritual perspective and i think a lot of times women really you know struggle with that. i'm just a mom or i'm just a housewife or i'm just you know yeah. oh my word right we yeah it's just it needs, yeah, it needs to stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it needs to stop. But I think wherever we are, wherever we are, like you said, in that hospital, you were the patient in the hospital. You know, the Lord used you right there in that spot. Well, and, and that the young woman might she most likely needed in that moment to hear those words, Donna. And um, it's just beautiful the tears that are flowing from your from your eyes. <laughs> I'm going to make you cry even more, right? But it's they're, they're gifts, right? It's a gift of the Holy Spirit, tears, and it just shows how much love you have in your heart for people. So if we're talking about being all in for God, uh, we have to be all in for people, God's people. He loves, you know, we are the we are the pinnacle of His creation. No matter how amazing the Grand Canyon is or this you know, most amazing sunset, you know, He's not. He's you know He gave that He made that for us. Yep. He made that for us. Yep. But the level, the, the amount of love we have, uh, you know, Jesus wept. The shortest verse in the Bible, right? Jesus wept um, out of love for his friend. And, and your tears are just such a beautiful witness to me of love, Donna. So thank you for that. And, and, and hope, you know, just the name of 
the mission that you guys are associated with is what is needed yeah. so <laughs> incredibly right now in oh, our yeah. world, so in our many. families, in our neighborhoods, in our schools mm-hmm. is hope. Yeah. Is yes. hope. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think the basic definition of hope is the belief in things yet seen, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And, and to, um, I mean, if you think of your own life and you think of a mentor in your life, um, sometimes, again, it wasn't really rocket science major discussions they had with you. They just had this way of communicating to you that you matter. Mm. You matter and your life has value. And it could be done with just presence and not even any words. So, yeah, to, it's a... It's a big job description, right? And it's, it's a description, when I think of two, when you take on a job that um, you can't do with your own strength. I think in many worldly jobs, we look at what are our credentials and expertise that we bring to the table to do that job. And so me, myself, and I go forward to do that, where what's so beautiful about being a disciple is, I admit up front, I can't do this by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, mm-hmm. I just the things that are needed, the power that's needed is so much more than me. And I think we talked today about um, that freedom mm-hmm. um, that you receive when you when you lay that down mm-hmm. and say, you know, this is not about me, what I can do. The things that unfold in our organization, Hope's Haven, um, one miracle just keeps showing up after the next because uh, we are saying this is what we bring to the table. We we do need to use our hands and feet and brains to make things happen. However, when we can step aside and say, you know, in conjunction with the power of the Lord, wow, it's a big wow. Yeah, sure. And, and so with our physical eyes, we count the cost. Yes, right. We do. And yes. we say, oh, and we scratch our heads and we're like, how are we going to make this happen? <laughs> How what what is it to be a disciple? And with our eyes, we're counting the cost. I have to forsake putting my family first, putting my church first, putting forth uh, maybe maybe not making that million dollars this year that I could have made, um, not having the new car versus driving something that's a, a pre-owned. Those are all the costs sometimes. Because in our spiritual eyes, what is greater is what God brings to the table. And those are those miracles that you see that you never anticipate. You know, those, those little gifts throughout the nuggets throughout the yes, day the that God places before us. So, <clears throat> excuse me, in counting the cost, we have to look with spiritual eyes as opposed to the physical eyes. And mm. in the physical eyes, we can say that tower, mm-hmm. you know, how, how am I going to afford to build that tower? But with our spiritual eyes, we can say, I may not be able to build that tower, but if it's what God desires, and I believe he put it on my heart, that that's what's going to happen. If I have to, quote unquote, climb that mountain, build that tower, then God's going to make it possible. Same thing with the army, you know, further down where it says a king advancing on the troops. Two things come to mind there. Number one, he's counting the cost with his physical eyes. And he's saying, I should send a delegation and try to get terms of peace. Well, that delegation could do one of two things. That delegation can go over there and strike peace treaty with this opposing or bring back news that, hey, buddy, there is no treaty. Spiritual eyes would say, all right, God, what would you have me do even before I send that envoy? Mm -hmm. 
what would you have me do? Would you have me stand firm? Would you have me send a peace treaty, uh, a delegation for, for peace? What would you have me do? And then, Mary, your, your term goes, what will? Watch and see what I can do. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> and and I, think, I think that the sentence about otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers, that word really struck out to me, mm. the onlookers should laugh at him and say, um, I've spent over 20-some years in bullying prevention and one of the uh, players in a, the bullying prevention circle is is the onlookers, mm. and the it's very powerful because people are watching us. They're watching under every a single day <laughs> under a microscope. There's onlookers all the time, and should they laugh and say, "This one began to build but did not have the resources to finish," and it's the opportunity um, to keep building. And to give credit where credit's due, I think is is an amazing opportunity. But I think that's a it's just a reminder that people are are watching. They're watching. Mm-hmm. 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 And when you put on the name Christian, yeah, they watch you even more, oh, yeah. especially in your habits. When they're sitting in the car with you, or hmm. when they're opposing you in traffic, and someone cuts you off, what's your reaction? Um, I want to go back to up here to hating. Um, I think, I think Jesus, I did, don't think he meant it the way we are interpreting it today. Back then and now, I don't think hate, hating back then was what we see it as now. Absolutely not. That's my thought. I, mm-hmm. Because how can that, how can that be? I mean, was there a dictionary back then? Was, you know what I mean? I, I mean... Yeah, I think you bring up an interesting semantic point. I know when we do activities with youth and we just say, draw a picture of what comes to mind when you hear the word conflict. Yeah. Um, in this culture, uh, they'll draw pictures of guns and tanks and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. traditional things like, that we think of. And make. In other cultures, the conflict, they might show two people chatting with each other mm-hmm. where conflict is an opportunity for growth. So in, in a cultural perspective, I think that's a really, really great point. I think you have to really look at that. And just getting back to, circling back to uh, relationship, and uh, you know, you, yeah. we mentioned the word hate, and I was just mm-hmm. recalling uh, something that a gentleman shared earlier this week about freedom, and he said, he said, once we realize that the people in our lives aren't there to be our ultimate fulfillment, yeah. then it kind of puts things in, in puts things in right order, because if if I think that my wife, my mom, my dad, my kids are are going to be that fulfillment. Like the if new I'm, car, yeah, the bigger house, anything. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm if I'm all in for the Lord, do I trust them enough? At the end of the the one uh, section of scripture where it talks about ask and seek and knock, you know, what father among you would give a scorpion when he asked for love for bread? But then at the end it says, and how much more would the heavenly Father give you the gift of the Holy Spirit if yes. you ask? So then you say, okay, what does, what's the Holy Spirit? Who's the Holy Spirit? So the Holy Spirit comes with fruit and, and gifts, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness. Like, so everything that we're seeking in relationships on the human level or with possessions or power or prestige, the fruit of what we think will come from that, the Holy Spirit, when Holy Spirit comes, all that's there. So it's no, it's no accident. We, 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 we all... reference that scripture when we're praying, ask and seek and knock. But at the very end, 
The only specific thing that's, that's pointed out is how much more will the Heavenly Father give you the gift of the Holy Spirit if you ask? Because then everything that we're trying to find joy in or trying to find peace in or trying to find contentment in, everything that Holy Spirit is that we're trying to get in the horizontal is available in the vertical. And then the onlookers are there and they're looking at you and they're trying to figure out what this, this joy is, what this light is that shines around you in the midst of... Your countenance, of all just the, your countenance. Yeah, they're drawn it, to it. Yeah, it, exactly, exactly. It, where your joy almost doesn't make sense mm-hmm. um, is a beautiful thing. Um, recently, an author asked the question: um, When is the last time you had an amazing day? Not just a good day or a nice day, but an amazing day. And we had a discussion with some uh, friends last night about that, and it just brought up such rich conversation. Um, because I think that being part of the organization right now, it's the first time I've been part of a faith-based organization. I think I've done my faith work within secular world for 30-some years. But I, I love the fact that people are kind of confused why I seem to be so happy. Um, and that's just a good place to start. Amen, uh-huh. amen. Yeah, and as we, yes. as we wind down the show, uh, some of us might not be able to think of an amazing day. It's a long period of time, mm-hmm. but maybe the invitation could be, as we're working towards that, think of an amazing moment yeah. that you've had. Think of an amazing yeah. moment, because in the midst of craziness of a day, like, there's amazing moments. And we could have had 100 interactions with people that were 99 were good, and then that one was bad, and we focus on that. But just like just reflect on an amazing moment, and then just let your heart sing to God with gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we are grateful yes. for you all being with us out there. I'm grateful for Thank the three you for of you being us. here. Thanks for and we uh, want to wish God's blessings on each and every one of you listening. Until next time, God bless you. Bye. Reflections from the Heart has been presented by Stewardship, a mission of faith. We hope that you've been blessed and encouraged as you listen to Reflections from the Heart. If so, please consider participating in a Gospel Reflection Group. For more information on locations and times of Gospel Reflection Groups, or how to start a Gospel Reflection Group in your area, and to learn about all of the family of ministries, please visit our website at stewardshipmission.org or call us at 717-367-0100. Stewardship, a mission of faith, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and depends on donations from people like you to make Reflections from the Heart possible. If you've enjoyed this broadcast, please prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a tax-deductible donation by visiting stewardshipmission.org or call us at 717-367-0100. On behalf of all of us at Stewardship, a mission of faith, thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless, protect, and guide you on your journey home to Him. Stewardship, a mission of faith is excited to announce the details of a -a one-of-a-kind conference held at the historic Star Barn Village in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania, September 14th and 15th. It's time to wake up and stand on biblical truths. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 and 14 remind us to be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong. Your every act should be done with love. 
nationally known speakers Dr. Bill Lyle, the pro-life doctor, and Dr. Tim Clinton, executive director of the James Dobson Family Institute, will deliver messages that are countercultural. They are joined by Father John Clote from the Diocese of Phoenix, Devin Schott from the Fathers of St. Joseph, and several others. Don't miss this amazing event. For tickets and information, please visit stewardshipconference.org or call us at 717-367-0100, that's stewardshipconference.org, or 717-367-0100.